Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Generation Broadway. As always, I am your host, Jillian Kidd. I'm so pumped for this week's episode. I'm not going to have a long introduction because I want to get straight into it. It is definitely going to be a longer episode. I have a lot to talk about um, at the time that I'm recording this. So Wednesday, nope, Tuesday, May 18th, the Dear Evan Hansen trailer just dropped this morning. I watched it about a thousand times, and I immediately took notes that I could talk about it on the podcast. I'm so excited. I have so many thoughts and feelings about this, and I just want to get straight into it. But before I do, do not forget to give us a follow on Instagram and on Twitter. On Instagram, you can find us at Generation Broadway, and on Twitter, it's at Generation B-Way. Don't forget to let us know what you think about the movie. Are you excited? Are you not excited? Are there casting choices you disagree with? What are your overall thoughts? Have you seen the musical before the movie? What are you thinking? Do you think it'll be good? And just let us know. But without further ado, like I said, this is a longer episode. It's probably going to be about 30 minutes instead of 20, but let's get straight into it. So, like I said, the Dear Evan Hansen trailer dropped this morning, so I am recording this on Tuesday, May 18th. It was just dropped today. Um, I'm probably going to post this on, like, Thursday. So, very exciting. It'll still be, like, pretty fresh in people's minds, I hope, which is really exciting. But it gave us, like, kind of two main things. It showed us, one... A release date we didn't really know the release date until now we just knew it was like in the fall and now we have concrete evidence it is coming out september 24th in theaters which is super exciting because um we're really only slowly starting to get back into like theater releases because of covid so i'm excited i'm curious i don't know yet if i'll go see it in theaters um i probably will just because i'm really excited but i might if renting it is a possibility i might do that um also It showed us just, like, what the movie actually looks like, which is really cool. It was really interesting because, so I've seen the production, just kind of, to start off, I've seen the production twice. I saw it once on Broadway and once on tour. Uh, It's one of my favorite musicals. I really am obsessed with it. I know it really well. (laughs) Um, I pay a lot of attention to it. So um, it was interesting to see the difference. Like, one of the biggest things was that... Evan, and this is like common sense that I never placed, is throughout the whole show or the whole first act of the show, Evan wears a striped blue, the iconic striped blue polo. However, in the movie, he doesn't do that. And that makes a lot of sense because in real life, you don't just wear the same one shirt every day. Um, But my brain was like, that's so weird. That doesn't make sense. Despite the fact that it does make a lot of sense and it really fits into like how reality works so (laughs) it's interesting to see those kind of changes being made that like are for context and like for just general understanding of life so yeah it was kind of of run-of-the-mill trailer but very exciting and lots to talk about so I wanted to start by saying my general opinion about it Um, I am very excited I know that I'm going to go into it and I'm going to cry I cried so much both times I saw the musical i was sobbing. I was still like crying at the stage door. It was, it's a really emotional and heavy musical. Um, and I'm sure I'll cry during the movie too. But um, I think I'm a little iffy on some parts of it. Some of the casting choices they made and some of the visual aspects of it, which I will get into later because there's a lot to talk about with that, um, might kind of like pull you out from the show a little bit or from the movie a little bit. And I'm really curious to see if that's like 
a really big deterrence or if it's like not that bad and they work around it. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. I'm looking forward to it. I would say in general, I am cautiously optimistic based on the trailer. But so I just want to go go over the um, casting choices they made. So I'm just going to go through the main cast. The crucial thing for this, too, is that they added an ensemble to the piece, which didn't happen in the Broadway show. So we don't really know yet what the ensemble's role is going to be. It seems to me that mostly it's like a friend group that Zoe has. So it's interesting. I don't know what role they're going to play. I don't know how important they're going to be. And I'm curious to see what that looks like. But I'm just going to kind of go over the main cast and their decisions and their like my first take on them. So first I want to talk about Connor Murphy, who's played by Colton Ryan. And basically what I think about this is that it just is going to be good. Undisputably, I think he'll do a good job. Um, Colton Ryan was the original understudy on Broadway. So he was the original understudy for Evan, Jared, and Connor. He, which means he knows the part. He's done it before. He's done it with Ben Platt before. And I think just because he has that experience, he knows how to sing. He knows the lyrics. Like, I think he'll be good. I think that is not a performance we have to worry about. And I feel like Connor has to be played pretty specifically because he's always like he's different versions of Connor Murphy throughout the show. And I think it would have been a little bit tricky for an actor who maybe wasn't familiar with it to try and capture that and do that. Um, so I'm really excited to see him. I'm also a huge fan of Colton Ryan, and I feel like he doesn't get a lot of the credit he deserves. So this is super exciting. Um, now, as a side note, Connor looks different in this version. He looks visually, it's a little bit different. And the biggest takeaway is that he doesn't have his long hair. Traditionally in the show, Connor has black, long hair. Um, and now he doesn't. He has a short, it's almost like a buzz cut. It's really short. And I think they did that for one specific reason, and that is to cut out a line that is pretty controversial. So in the stage production, as like one of the like first scenes where we meet, it's the scene where we meet Connor, we meet Jared, and we see Evan interacting with other people other than his mom. And Connor comes out and Jared says, I love the new haircut, Connor, really school shooter chic. And it explains a lot about Jared but it always gets an interesting reaction, and I could see why the movie just as a whole was like, let's just axe it, not go near it, because, like, obviously that's a very weighted line in today's day and age, and despite the fact that the musical was only made four years ago, it was made four years ago, and things have changed, so I do get why they cut that. I think that's probably the main reason why Connor has short hair in this, uh, which was just an interesting thing I noticed. Next, we have Nick Dodani as Jared Kleinman. Um, I think this is going to be really great. I think this is going to be good. I'm very excited for this. So Nick Dodani uh, has some stand-up experience, like he does stand-up comedy, but mostly his like breakout role was for playing Zahid on Atypical. And I think he is going to be really good as Jared because on Atypical, he plays the comedic best friend to the main character. And... It's the same role as Jared, only Jared is a little bit more reluctant to be in this friendship. But it's the same vibe, and I think he'll be great. I think he can do that. I've never heard Nick Donani sing. However, I don't think Jared is really, like, they don't need a great singer to play Jared. They need someone, like, he could probably, like, 
do that like act singing his way through the songs and it'd be fine and people wouldn't really notice if anything it would add to the character so I'm not super worried about that up next we have Caitlin Dever as Zoe Murphy uh I personally actually kind of like this casting choice I think she's a really good fit for Zoe she definitely has the look that's like typical with the Broadway production of it and she I think will be able to get through those like more emotionally heavy and charged scenes um I've seen her she was in books part and she was really good in that like it was a really good it showed off her acting abilities and um she's really great and I think she'll do a good job with this too I think Zoe is a really critical role and I think you can see her really making it her own and kind of take putting her own take on it while still staying true to the original character uh I am not personally a huge fan of her singing voice it's just not for me um I don't know what it is about it but there's just something there that I'm like "Mm, not quite I don't quite like it but I think she'll do a good job I think she can sing I think her duets will sound very nice um I'm really curious to see what Requiem sounds like but overall I'd say that's another one that I'm like cautiously optimistic about I think it'll be good but I really don't know Moving on, we have, for the last of the teenagers, we have Amanda Steinberg as Alana. So, to start off, I want to say, I actually had no idea she could sing, but, um, so when I was researching to do this episode, I actually tried to, like, find any footage of any of the cast members singing that I could, and I found videos that she had posted on YouTube, um, like, clips of her and, like, covers she had posted, and I actually really like her voice. She's very talented. And I think she'll be great. I really am excited for this. I know they have said that they, the like production team has said that they're going to add two songs into the movie. And I really am excited because I hope they add a song for Alana. I think she's a really interesting character to develop. Um, I personally don't like her as a character, but she's really interesting and important. So I'm curious to see what they do with that. And I think Amanda Steinberg is going to do a pretty good job with that too. She is really good at playing these like complex roles um Alana's also can be really good for comedic timing and I haven't seen Amanda Steinberg do like a comedic role more so like serious and like a love interest so it'll be interesting to see how she takes this and puts her own spin on it now moving on to the adults this is where I am getting more on the cautious side of cautiously optimistic um so to start off we have Julianne Moore playing Heidi um, from an acting perspective, not a doubt in my mind, this is going to be good. Julianne Moore is a very talented actress. She knows how to play roles like this. She's done it before. But I think there's no reason to believe that she will not crush it again. I think this is going to be really great. Where I am concerned is that I have really only heard one clip of her singing, and it is not that great. Um, and she plays Heidi, which is a very she has Heidi is very important in like concept of singing like she has a couple of songs especially in the third act that really rely on her to be like present and emotional but also like have a good voice like good for you and so big so small are they're critical on Heidi knowing what she's doing and sounding good so um I am a little bit worried that the third act of the movie could fall a little bit short if she doesn't sound as great, especially So Big, So Small, because that is a very intimate moment in the show. I don't know what it'll look like in the movie, but in the Broadway production, 
it's her and Evan sitting on a couch. The rest of the stage is dark and it is just her singing a solo. Um, so there's like a lot of emphasis on her vocals. And if she doesn't sound that good, it's going to be noticeable, especially because So Big So Small, she's also crying while she's singing. Um, there's a lot of cry singing in this movie and I am only confident in one person being able to pull it off and that's Ben Platt, which I will again talk about a lot more later. But I'm cautious about Julianne Moore singing just because Heidi is such an important role for that. And moving over to the Murphys, we have Amy Adams, who plays Cynthia Murphy. Um, again, I think from an acting perspective, this is going to be really good. I think she's done roles like this before, playing that, like, concerned mom. She's, we've seen her play a sad mom before. I think she'll do it again. She'll do great. I'm really not that concerned about this part of it. Um, I'm sure she'll deliver. Also, <laughs> From a singing perspective, I have only ever heard Amy Adams singing in Enchanted, and I gotta be honest, it was great. She did a great job. She sounded amazing. And she just put it there filming a second one now, so I think that's gonna be really good too. So I have faith in her to do that. Also, Cynthia's not a, as heavy of a role vocally. Like, she's in a couple of songs, but they're never, like, solos. Like, she's in Does Anybody Have a Map? But I think she will do a good job in that. And then other than that, it's, like, chorus and stuff like that where she's not really, like, it's not critical in her. And I think that that'll be okay. And I think she'll do a good job. I really, I have faith in Amy Adams. And lastly for the, like, main cast uh, is Danny Pino is Larry Murphy. So I, I knew Danny Pino, but for some reason I didn't make this connection that that's how I knew him. Because I knew him from uh, Law & Order SVU. He was on that show for, like, a couple of seasons, not super-duper long, so I didn't really make that connection that I was like, oh, man, that's where he's from. He was really good in that. I thought he did a great job. He plays a parent in that, and obviously he's playing Larry Murphy, my king, so he's back playing another parent. I think he'll be good from an acting perspective. I really think he'll sell it. Um, however, I haven't heard him sing before, so I don't know what that'll sound like, um, and I just want to say, Right now, right here, on the record, I do not want to hear any to break in a glove slander. I keep seeing so many people be like, I skip that song every time I hear it. That is not a good song. Yes, it is. It is an important song. It is, first of all, it's good. They sell it. They do such a good job singing in that. Every single Larry and Evan duo is so good. Second of all, it is so important to the development of Evan, to the plot, to everything it is such a like crucial song to the show but it's symbolism heavy and it really relies on understanding the subtext to understand like it justifies it doesn't justify it explains why Evan keeps up with what he's doing in such a beautiful way and it's such an important song and I will not tolerate any slander of it it is a great song, and I think Danny Pino's gonna give his best, and he's gonna do so good, because he's gonna give it his all, and that's what I respect. Um, <laughs> I'm really passionate about the song To Break In A Glove, but that is it for the main cast, except for one person that I want to talk a lot about. However, I did just want to summarize the, um, like, supporting cast, ensemble cast, of like everyone I've just listed as basically my reaction to seeing them and hearing that they were casted is going oh I didn't know they could sing 
because I didn't, I had no idea that they could sing. And it was really interesting. Like, that was a really interesting move that they made of being like, oh, I didn't know that person could hold their own. Like, the only people that they named that I was like, yeah, I've heard their voice before. I know they can sing. Is Amy Adams, is Cynthia Murphy, um, and Colton Ryan. And Colton Ryan, I have only heard a handful of times. He's only really been on one cast recording, so it's kind of hard to hear his vocals. Um, so it was an interesting choice, but I think they'll be good. However, the, like, divisive part of this trailer and this movie and the whole thing was the casting of Ben Platt as Evan Hansen. And I have so many thoughts about this, so I really want to focus on it and give it the justice. It deserves to be talked about, and I want to talk about it and give it what it deserves. So I personally am very conflicted about this casting choice. And I think I will be conflicted until the end of time. I don't think seeing the movie is going to clear this up for anybody. Um, so we have seen Ben Platt before. Obviously, he's in the original production of Dear Evan Hansen. He starred as Evan. He really made the show what it was. And he it was his big break into success, I would say. He was also well known for being in Pitch Perfect. And since Dear Evan Hansen, he has gone on to be in The Politician and Sing to Me Instead and has really become a big name. And that is a crucial fact in all of this. Because the big controversy is that Ben Platt is a 27-year-old playing a 16-year-old. And, like, the man has never played young. He always plays older than he was. He was 18 and pitch perfect, and he looked like he was, like, in his 20s. And that's fine. That is what it is. However, he's cast as a 16-year-old in this show, and they just tried to fix it by putting a lot of foundation on him, and it didn't help. It made it worse, in my opinion, because it's just noticeable and it's bad but I think that Ben Platt was cast for two reasons the first reason was that the creative team needed someone who was talented but still could add name value to the show um because at the end of the day if you I believe that if you cast a bad Evan Hansen you are going to have a rough production Evan is in like all but a handful of scenes. He is on that stage for so much of the show. It is a very demanding role. It is vocally challenging. It is really hard. Everyone who has played that role has been so unbelievably talented when they've done it like in a stage capacity. So casting someone in the show, in a movie that like couldn't really sing or wasn't really that great, I just don't think was ever gonna be an option because the movie would have sucked if they had somebody that couldn't do it. So I'm sure it was limited to only looking at people who had played Evan before or who they knew, like, maybe hadn't played Evan but also have experience on stage or could do it. Like, I don't know why my brain is thinking of, like, Corey Cott right now because Corey Cott's way too old, but, <laughs> like, someone from the Book of Mormon or something like that where they could, like, they have Broadway experience, maybe not Nevin Hansen, but they have experience, so they could do it too, you know? Um, so they needed somebody, but they still needed name. Like, they still needed to sell tickets and get people in seats in that show to watch that movie. So they couldn't just get, like, so, like they couldn't get Taylor Trench, who is known in the theater community, but not well enough and he's not well enough known he's not known outside of the theater community so they needed like a bigger name than that and that's why they went with Ben Platt because at the end of the day 
this is a movie, they need to sell tickets, and that is what they're doing. Um, I also think the second reason that Ben Platt was casted was good old-fashioned nepotism. And listen, I know we don't like to talk about nepotism, I know it's uncomfortable to admit that it's a thing, but nepotism was at play in this choice. Now, when I talk about this, I am not hating on Ben Platt. I don't blame him for for taking this role. I think this is something from his perspective. He's done it before. He's successfully done it. He won a Tony for this. This really launched himself into becoming, like, starting his path into being, like, a household name. And do I think he was famous from Pitch Perfect? Yes. Do I think Evan Hansen got him on the board? Yes. Um, I also think that he's probably not in a position in his career where he really feels like he can say no to a lot of roles. So I don't blame him. Also, he's gonna sound good. He knows how to sing this. He knows the lyrics. He knows how to deliver. And I think he'll be fine. For him, it's probably like a safe bet to accept this role and do it because he kind of knows what he's getting into. I don't think anyone's really arguing that he maybe doesn't deserve the role because he kind of does. Like, he's very talented. He'll do a good job. But he's too old. At the end of the day, he's just too old. And where this becomes really critical is because if you look at the executive producers, Ben Platt's father, Mark Platt, is an executive producer in this movie. And at the end of the day, no matter how you explain it, that impacted the casting choice. Mark Platt was associated with the movie before Ben Platt was, and maybe they were considering Ben for a long time before they announced it, but Mark Platt's name was associated with that movie since the beginning. I had always heard it as there was this movie and Mark Platt was going to be a producer. I thought he was even a director for a little bit, but he isn't now. Um, But he was involved in a lot of the creative choices for this. And I know that the creative team is on record essentially saying that they weren't sure if the movie would happen if they couldn't cast Ben Platt. So no matter what, there was a sense of Ben deserved this. And I don't think that's necessarily or that shouldn't have been how it was approached. And I don't, we don't know if it was Mark Platt actively campaigning for his son to take on the role, saying that Ben was the most talented person who could do it and saying that it wouldn't wouldn't be a good movie without him, or if it was just the fact that because Mark Platt's name was associated with it, Ben Platt's name was standing out and coming up more. But at the end of the day, that was a crucial factor in this. And the thing, that I think is the biggest problem for me with this casting choice and the biggest like deterrence from it is the Andrew Barth Feldman of it all. So for those of you who don't know, Andrew Barth Feldman played Evan Hansen on Broadway. Last year he was Evan until I think like January of 2020, like really close to before the Broadway shutdown happened. Um, And he started the role at age 16 he was he did it for a full year. He was 16 when he started, um, and in that time, he left, and he was just about to turn 18. He was really young, and he was so talented. He did an unbelievably good job in that role, and he looked the part, and it was amazing. Um, every time I, like, heard a clip or, like, saw him singing, it was just, it blew me away. It blew my mind because he's so talented, and he's so young. He is the age of Evan, and I think that that was a really interesting, like, choice they made. Because 
he had the perspective of a 17 year old in high school trying to figure everything out and dealing with all of these other issues and he could bring that like personal experience of going to high school and knowing what this is like um into this role but there's a reason that Ben Platt is in this movie and not Andrew Brett Feldman and it's the reasons I just listed because Andrew's dad wasn't on the production team and Andrew Brett Feldman isn't a household name the way Ben Platt is Ben Platt isn't even a huge name but he's he's a bigger name than any other Evan that they casted and where I think the nepotism shines clearly is like they could have cast Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher is a pretty big name. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, but his dad wasn't in that production room advocating for him, at least even silently. Like, he wasn't there. That wasn't a part of the discussions. And I think that that's something crucial that we need to recognize and look at. And lastly, the one last thing I want to mention about this casting choice is that I think the biggest, like, visual issue with it is that um every other teenager that they have like every other cast member playing a teenager uh looks like they could play like roughly 18 like none of them look like they're 16 but at least everyone else looks like they're 16 like Nick Dodani is 26 he should be on the same boat as Ben Platt but he's not because he's shorter and he plays young pretty well um and where I think that this becomes a little bit of an issue is that Ben Platt evidently looks like a 17 or evidently looks like a 27 year old and Caitlin Dever who plays his love interest in the movie is 24 in real life so there's not like a creepy age gap in real life but she actively looks like a teenager she looks like she could be under 18 pretty convincingly and I think that that is a little bit uncomfortable in my opinion um all that being said I think Ben Platt is going to do a good job he's gonna sound great you know he's gonna sound great so at least at the end of the day we should be thankful that it's not going to sound bad. <laughs> it'll sound decent. Not, like, it'll sound good because he's going to do a good job because he won a Tony for this and he knows how to do it. It's just going to look a little bit odd. And I think if you go into it being like, yeah, it might not look right, but that's okay, then it'll be fine. <laughs> so that's kind of all I want to talk about for the casting. I know that was like so much. I really have a lot of opinions about this and I'm sure I will bring it up between now and the movie coming out again because it's really a lot. This is my favorite musical. I have so many opinions about it. Um, so it will, I will be bringing this up again. <laughs> but lastly, I just wanted to give a couple of predictions and see what comes true, see what's accurate, see what won't be accurate. So um, I mentioned this in my casting at part of it, but basically I think Ben Platt is going to sound great, but he's going to look too old and that's not going to be like an avoidable issue. Nick Dodani, I think, is going to be the standout from this. I think he's going to do a great job, um, and I think he's going to be really good. I also think Danny Pino is going to be a standout from this among the, like, adults of it. He's going to do a good job. I think he just has the essence of Larry Murphy and is going to crush it. My next prediction as to, in terms of, like, cast is that there is an adult man listed in the cast um, under a character named Greg, and I have two theories on who that is. One... That's the guy Evan works with over the summer. I can't find it online, and I don't want to reread the whole book version of Dear Evan Hansen, so I don't know if that's the name of the guy that Evan works with at the, like, forest where he breaks his arm, but if it is, then it might just be him, and we just get, like, more of an elaborate backstory and like, how Evan broke his arm, but what 
I think they could do that would be really cool is if that's Evan's dad and they expand into that backstory more um, during So Big So Small and like scenes with Larry like I think that would be really cool so I hope they do that but I could be totally wrong so I hope that happens and we'll see um also just for like feelings from the show um I think from the movie I think it's gonna feel a lot more intimate and like close the show is a very intimate show because there's only like eight cast members on stage at a time so I think that's gonna translate well into a movie I also think that Amy Adams is gonna outsang Julianne Moore into breaking a glove either to the point where it's like really noticeable or they're gonna resort to using auto-tune to try and help out Julianne more a little bit more so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that and lastly what I think is gonna happen I know it in my heart because the Broadway production tried to do it a little bit but it's subtle enough that they don't have to um is I think they're gonna give Alana a redemption arc and it's not gonna be good it's going to be really bad because Alana's just a bad person. Um, but I'm sure they're going to try and give her a bit more of a redemption arc because they cast Amanda Steinberg, who's like Rue from The Hunger Games and really sweet and loving. So I think that is the biggest indicator that she's going to get a redemption arc. And I will not be thrilled if that happens. <laughs> but overall, like I said, I am cautiously optimistic for this movie to come out. I'm really excited. I'm sure I will talk about it again before the release date. If not, I am positive that it'll happen. And be sure to check out in September, probably that last week of September, I will do a movie review of this. I'm so excited to talk about it. It's one of my favorite musicals. And at the end of the day, stage-to-screen adaptations are stage-to-screen adaptations. There's going to be some pros, there's going to be cons, but I think it's going to be good. I think the fact, I think it's going to sound decent, I think it's going to look pretty good, and it'll be what it is. It is just another iteration for Dear Evan Hansen that we all get to watch more accessibly than we could go see it in theaters, or in a theater theater, so it'll be exciting. Alrighty, everybody, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so very much for tuning in and listening along as I talked about all of the new information that was dropped from the trailer of the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Um, Like I said, I am sure I will talk about it again. This is one of my favorite musicals, so I'm really excited to see what the movie has in store. I might do a trailer reaction for every trailer they drop. Depends how excited I get. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Who even knows? But I'm definitely going to talk about it at least a little bit again before the September 24th release date because I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about this movie. Um, But anyways, that is it for this week. And please make sure you join us next week when we are talking all about Broadway's reopening schedule. That is right. Broadway is officially starting to come back. We are getting new information by the day. It is so, so, so exciting. We're also seeing the opening of the West End, I think this week, if I'm not mistaken, and then slowly coming back into the fall. So we're just kind of going over what that's going to look like when shows are coming back, what shows are coming back. A lot of shows were canceled, and I think people tended to forget about them. So we're going to take a look at that. But yeah, that is all for this week, and I will see you all next week.